0: Being green can be so sexy. Well, at least you can be sexy and keep it green. Check out the Green Divas Eco-Sexy Podcast for ways to keep it green in the bedroom or wherever you like to have sex. Ooh, it's very good to be back with Veronica Monet, who is a relationship coach and a certified sexologist she has a website called the shamefreezone.com which i just i just love that um i i for many reasons but um we're talking eco-sexuality with veronica and she has such a wonderful twist in how um how we can find this relationship and and make the connection between earth uh and our our own sexuality and what, and what that really means. So, hi, Veronica.
1: Hey, it's glad to, I'm glad to be back. <laughs>
0: so, this is an interesting topic, and I, I think it has to do with you know how eco sexuality can be the key to sustainability. And um, I'm 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 curious how 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 that pans out.
1: Yeah, I know. I mean, this is all new thought, so. If your listeners are going, huh, <laughs> I, 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 I get it. I totally get it. But here's the assertion. That ecosexuality may hold the key to a peaceful, sustainable future. I like it. Yeah. And I, I want to um, also just make sure that your listeners know that there's a brand new book out. And I've got a chapter in it. And it's called Ecosexuality, When Nature Inspires the Arts of Love. Oh, that's right. Ah, Thank and, you um, for mentioning you that because I forgot that about that. Over on Amazon.com, and um, it's it's an anthology, so we've got a lot of different voices coming in to talk about what is this thing called ecosexuality, right? Now, when I talk about it, may hold the key to a peaceful, sustainable future. Um, what that means to me is that we shift our relationship to the Earth so that she's more of a lover and less of a mother, which means then we're going to be in partnership with her, and we're going to give back to her. But I go I beyond that a little bit, too. I think it's very possible that when we've got a healthy relationship, a holistic relationship with our sexuality, that we're inviting ourselves to live in a place of pleasure and connection, mm. um, that we have uh, this relationship with this hormone called oxytocin which is a bonding and connecting hormone which makes us more peaceful yeah i know that sounds really outrageous but let me tell you about a little animal it's not really that little but um it's our cousin and it's called the bonobo oh yeah and the bonobo looks like a chimpanzee, but it couldn't be different from a chimpanzee if it was a fish.
0: Wow. Um,
1: so the chimpanzee, the bonobo, and the human all share a lot of DNA. We are the most closely related uh, life forms. So okay. We, we all came off the same branch, the same evolutionary branch. Right. But we are different creatures. So the chimpanzee is patriarchy. That's, right, it's all based on uh, force yeah. and violence. Right. And interestingly enough, a f- core feature of the chimpanzee culture is sexual scarcity. Really. So the idea is that the dominant male, and maybe some of his buddies or cronies, have access, sexual access to the females, and nobody else does. Nice. Yeah. And I mean, enforced through domestic violence. Oh, my gosh. Talk about oh, aggressive. Is yeah. Grimbaugh is a, she's a, um, a, a primatologist who studied um, domestic violence in chimpanzees and documented that the dominant male would often beat a female about three weeks before she went into estrus, which means three weeks before she was able to have sex. Ugh. He'd start beating her for those three weeks so that by the time she was available for sex, she wouldn't have sex with anybody else.
0: Ooh, jeez. So
1: it's very it, it's unpleasant, a, isn't it? Oh, it's a really brutal culture. But every time I read about uh, chimpanzees, they have infanticide, rape, murder, and war. Jane Goodall documented a four year war b- between two competing chimpanzee tribes. Wow. Well,
0: you know, and you can sort of see how some of that DNA has slipped into certain facets of our own world, our own. Well, you know, that's this
1: certainly the argument just saying we actually share more dna with the bonobo thank god let me tell you about the bonobo. <laughs> the bonobo is all about sex all right and it's very peaceful so it's dominated by the females and not in such a way that there's um pain and discomfort for the tribe members as a matter of fact the, the males have lots of rights yeah, well wouldn't a uh, the matriarchy they have, the right have sex with anybody they want uh, 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 as long as there's consent right and, and uh. there's a lot of consent going on uh. with the <laughs> so but they're very pansexual so the, the males have sex with each other the females have sex with each other they use sex as a way of toning down the um, the, the um, tension yeah does, so it let's say does it literally does it literally competing bonobo tribes arrive at the same sugar cane field? Okay. And they're they're in competition all of a sudden for a, a, a common resource. If they were chimpanzees, they would have a war and they'd start ripping each other's hearts out. Oh virtually. yeah. Right. But the bonobos will make love and share the food. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry I'm laughing, but it seems so obvious. I don't know. I'm, I'm totally a bonobo at heart.
1: Well, what's interesting about this is that because we've been so patriarchal for 6,000 years, yeah. when people hear about the bonobos, they do laugh. They're incredulous. They can't believe this actually exists. And then it just seems like, how would that work? That's too odd. That's too strange. When I talk about the chimpanzees, people are horrified, but they're like, of course, that's natural. Mm. Wow. And, and what I want to, to try to bring to the fore here is the bonobos are natural, too. Right. And we as human beings, since we share DNA with both chimpanzees and bonobos, we can choose. We don't have to be chimpanzees. We don't have to have murder, rape, and war.
0: Yeah, we see, actually I, I, could I... go
1: the bonobo way. But the thing that we're going to have to get past is our sexual shame.
0: Yep, yep. Yeah, no n- – there, there's no question. I, I – see, I'm my natural state is to make love not war thing, you know, the old hippie phrase. I believe in collaboration and I would totally be a bonobo like, yeah, let's just yeah, – we'll make it work for everybody. Come on, let's have a party. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. No, so and, – and that probably – I'm wondering – when you mentioned oxytocin I happen to know a little bit about that. I used to be a certified um labor coach and oh. all that fun stuff for for yeah. helping birth women. They didn't call it doula really when I was doing it back in the 80s, but that's what it was. And
1: you know, that in at, itself is a great way to change our relationship with sex. Well, so
0: I learned a little bit about oxytocin and and and, and what happens, and certainly during sex, it's released. But but I'm wondering if in the bonobos, and it's like I know nothing. But my first thought was, I wonder if it just tampers down that testosterone, that sort of aggressive hormone that that can get going, right?
1: Well, you know, I don't like to demonize testosterone. No, I, um, no, I think I, testosterone I, we need is a beautiful it. thing. I got lots of it, and I get <laughs> a lot done when I use my testosterone. Plus, when a woman has a, um, um, you know, less libido than she'd like, it's yeah. not necessarily a pr- an approved use, but oftentimes she'll get a testosterone yeah. patch from her doctor. So I'm, no, I'm I, not I really it. convinced that our culture is suffering from an overload of testosterone. Um, unless it's you know, like you're balancing. taking testosterone and lifting a lot of weights. Yeah. And certainly, we. if you ever spend any time in a gym, you know somebody who's on that level of testosterone is potentially a violent maniac. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, but, but aside from that anomaly, most people are actually kind of estrogen-dominant nowadays. Yeah. You know, uh, a lot of obesity in the culture. Yeah. And and uh, fat cells carry a lot of estrogen. Yeah, so, but
0: I I think when you when you talked about it, it sounded like a, the bonobos are more matriarchal. And in my, in my mind, if women ruled the world, they wouldn't be dominant over men. It wouldn't be aggressively dominant over men. It'd be like peace. Let's you know,
1: you let's know, find I, solutions. I, I I don't agree. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> but here's and and yet I do. Let me tell you how I agree. I think if we had a a council of lesbian grandmothers as the bonobos do.
0: Right, right. I love that. <laughs> the
1: world would be a better place.
0: <laughs> yeah. Totally. All right. I'm with you.
1: <laughs> and and I want to say that when when you are when we're living in the patriarchal soup, we're all affected. Yeah. Males and females yeah. are patriarchals. And and the planet is a victim of it. And the animals on the planet are a victim of it. And, and I, I just love the work that you were doing around birthing because I think that's huge right there. Yeah. How we bring human beings into this, this world is, is is so important. If you cut that umbilical cord too quickly, if you don't allow the baby to bond with the mother and her breasts um, before taking it away to clean it, there's ways in which you actually create a lower oxytocin set point and then we are... All of us, we become uh, pleasure averse. Oh. We become uh, aversive to connection and love. And, and, and we become great soldiers and, and a violent people. Ooh. All
0: right. So this is a whole nother topic that we have to talk about. Oh, goody. I can't wait. <laughs> because apparently we could talk all day long. So. I'll take it let's wrap this one up and then you know we'll we'll have more to talk about and people will look forward to our next conversation how about that awesome so everybody you can go check out the and uh hopefully we'll and get also
1: some... don't forget eco-sexuality the anthology on amazon.com
0: thank you yes i forgot that's how we connected with you all right stay tuned turned on yet yeah? Well, go to thegreendivas.com. That's T-H-E, greendivas.com, to learn more about this Green Divas eco-sexy podcast and find other low-stress ways to live a deeper shade of green.